Hi, and thanks for joining us for this special edition Garner Station podcast, which is also a segment for our November 5th, uh, 2020 Garner Chamber Connect Conference. I'm your host today, Matthew Coppage, president at the Garner Chamber of Commerce, and I have with me Joe Stallings, the town's economic development director. Joe, welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we are talking all things Amazon today. So as you know, um, Amazon has opened up here in Garner, and it has been a long time coming. We are really excited about it. And what I wanted to really do is showcase the hard work of the town and what kind of goes into a project like this to actually make it come to fruition. So with that, I'll turn it to Joe. So Joe, you were obviously a big part of making this whole thing happen. So can you take me back to when this first started? Um, what, I guess, what was the first contact you, you had about Amazon? Yeah, so um, projects like this, you know, it's not an overnight type thing. So uh, this all started, you know, back in the fall, winter of 2017, say around November. And that was whenever the first contact was made. But I think really they even begin about talking about the site and the project. You have to even go back further than that whenever you think about how the GDC was formed, what happened with the ConAgra facility, their closure and then donating the property uh, to the GEDC for redevelopment, all that got us to the point where in 2017 we could even begin to have a conversation with Amazon. But um, after the, the almost decade of work that was done to get the site to a point to where uh, we could get a new um, client on the property, uh, we were contacted uh, through a, a developer and a broker that we had um, made had a good relationship with and started the conversation about what ifs and uh, before I knew it we had people flying from Seattle here to meet with us and talk about turning those what ifs into actual reality so was that a what if for just developing that site or what if specifically with Amazon that's right so at the time there were specific parameters that the GDC had set out and one of those parameters uh, was really focusing on life sciences um, and, and high-tech manufacturing. And so um, whenever Amazon came, it wasn't necessarily the, you know, what we had set out for. But the project was so good and the, and the numbers were so large, it just made sense. And so um, we you know, had that initial conversation. And for years, you know, we, we were marketing this site. And what we learned is it's really hard to get a company who is making a, a product that you consume uh, in your body uh, to go on a brownfield site. So we needed to find the perfect client, the perfect project that understood the importance of brownfields, what they could bring to that uh, particular project, and then get, get them excited about the property. Right. So when you found out it was Amazon, how long did it take from the initial discussions to actually sign the deal and how much back and forth was there, tours and negotiations, sure. and those kind of things? Sure. So, um, you know, it actually moved for a project of this size. It moved really quickly. Right. Um, I think there was a lot of interest on both sides of the table to make sure that things went smoothly and that things moved um, at the at the speed of business, which um Amazon is a, is a big company, and they move quick. They know what they want, and, and they know how to get it. And so it, there wasn't a whole lot of, um, you know, drawn-out processes. I, I would think, you know, from the time that we, you know, first had our conversation till, till we were signing letters of intent, it was probably four months. Which is, that's one of the fastest that I've yeah. ever heard you know, of, right? Certainly, I mean, so, yeah, especially so, for something that size. Yeah, you know. so congrats. Um, so wh why were they so interested in this, in this area? Well, I think, you know, the, the triangle itself is growing at such a rapid rate. 
and not just unique to Amazon, but anybody that's in the retail e-commerce side of the fence um, is looking to try to get into major metros, uh, specifically in locations where they have short distances to large population centers. And so once again, because of Garner's unique location and our, you know, we're eight minutes from downtown and we're really 20 to 30 minutes from anywhere in the triangle, it made a lot of sense for them to be where they're at. That, and if you look at the property itself, you're a quarter of a mile from I-40, um, not that much further from 70, not that much further from 95, 85, um, certainly the 540 and, and currently 440. So the transportation and logistics of the property really aligned well with what they were trying to do. And I think uh, that gave us a little bit of a leg up when it came to actually locating them on on the site. Were, you, were we competing with other towns? I mean, it seems like it was a pretty yeah. fast and a pretty quick process. So, I mean, what was the competition like? Sure. So um, I know. Or, or do you know? Do you know other towns? I, I know a few. <laughs> um, you know, the, the these buildings and these projects are a little bit unique in that um, companies like Amazon have to be in these places. They don't have to be in Garner. Um, but they do have to be somewhere in the triangle to meet their customers' expectations. I think, well, I, I know that we were competing with places in Wisconsin and um, in Texas and other areas um, to be on the, the schedule that we were. So, you know, at the same time that they were building in, in Garner, they were also announcing in Charlotte and later in Kernersville. So there was a real big push by Amazon to get into these major markets. But so it wasn't necessarily, was it a question they were coming to the triangle? It's where, where were they coming in the triangle? And then it was a question of at what time were they coming? Were they going to be able to find a, a property owner to work with them quickly or were they going to have to uh, stretch out their expectations? Right. Now, are all the new, the new sites you're talking about, like Charlotte and, and those places, are they the same, st- the same you know, scale and scope of what this distribution center is? So Charlotte is probably more similar than, than Kernersville. I think Kernersville is a million square feet where we're, you know, two and a half, give or take, million square feet. Um, and so, you know, in working with Amazon, you know, you learn that, you know, just like any business, they're constantly changing their formats and their buildings. And, um, you know, they've got distribution centers in, in New York City, right, that are completely different from what um, you've seen here. Uh, so there, there are different formats of Amazon buildings that they have developed. I know you're from Durham or most recently from Durham. They've got a different floor plate format in Durham than they have here in Garner. So, um I think you're going to, you will continue to see the Amazon Fulfillment Center, robotic sorting facilities, things like that. You'll continue to see them change. Yeah, I want to get into that a little bit because I know you sure, have some sure. knowledge about how that works because um, I think it's really interesting. Um, but did you, get the, did you get a call that said, yep, we're coming, we're, deal's done, it's signed off, or was it more of a drawn-out kind of signing with the council and those kind of things? It, yeah, it, uh, it wasn't a quick process. You know, we had a great partner, um, Jackson Reeves of Foundry Commercial, who was uh, instrumental in getting everything done, had a great partner in him that really kind of helped shepherd things along on the commercial real estate side. And so um, there was a ton of due diligence that went into it, a lot of waiting. You know, you had everything from the Corps of Engineers. Let me say this, you had every level of government on that property. And so everything from the federal government, the state, the locals, the county, the city, um, all of us were out there working on this project at the same time, trying to, trying to get things to go. And so luckily everybody was pulling in the same direction. Um, but you know, midway through Amazon went from 
say a 400,000 square foot floor plate to a 640,000 square foot floor plate. So the, the project grew and because of that, the, the timelines had to change a little bit. Um, they were kind of extended out, but still it was, uh, it was amazing to see the level of participation and support that we got from everybody from the state to the Corps of Engineers and everybody in between. It was absolutely amazing. So you never got like a call like winning the lottery. It wasn't no. like, hey, yep, they're coming. <laughs> no, no, we maybe we, I can pretend that that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. You uh, guys partied at City you know, in economic development or even in commercial real estate, right? The deal's never done yeah. until it's done. Yeah. And so it wasn't until what we announced this thing in August of twenty eighteen. Well by that time we had almost worked on this thing for almost a year, right? Yeah. So um, it wasn't until August 2018 that, you know, I, certainly myself and I'm sure everybody else on the team breathed a sigh of relief saying, all right, you know, they're finally coming here. And even then, you know, you, you, you never know. It still has to get built. That's exactly right. Open. Yeah. Absolutely. Markets change. Customer spending habits change. Pandemics occur. Anything could happen, right? And so um, you, you can never, you know, count on your chickens, right? You can't count them until they hatch. And luckily for us, things went, even with changes in the development um, even changes with, um, you know, just building and, and weather and things like that, we were still able to keep on track and, and get this building open. So what about now? Now it's open. Are you happy now? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, It'd be the big sigh of relief yeah, now that it's exactly open right. and they're, they're open for, for holiday deliveries and all those. Absolutely. Things. You know, listen, it, it, we're in the middle of a pandemic, right? And the pandemic has hurt people in different ways. Um, but it is nice to know that even during the pandemic, we have an employer opening up and offering over 3,000 jobs to the men and women who have quite possibly lost theirs. Right. And so I think, you know, obviously from the town side of things, it's tax base and it's jobs. And after the Amazon announcement, we got calls and interest from folks that we you know, had never even heard. Right. Well, it put you, you know, on the map, right? Oh, like a, having a big name, you know, really puts, puts Garner um, on, on the map for those kind of things. Absolutely. And we got, you know, working with our PIO, you know, we got press coverage from England and, and California and all over the world. And so that's really exciting. And it put us on the map and we started getting calls from developers that would never have given us the time a day before. Um, but really it's the, you know, it's knowing that now that the project's here and they're hiring, that there are people that were hurting, that were out of work and they've been able to find gainful employment there. Yeah. And, and I don't know how long they may stay there or maybe they go back to what they were doing before, but the idea that they're able to come to work make money, support their families, get benefits, and, um, you know, really, really makes it all worth it. Yeah, well, it's a huge win for, for the community. Absolutely. Think, to have them here. So originally it was slated, I think, to have, to have 1,500 jobs. That's Is right. Is that with the, the public announcement? And now it's over, over 3,000. Over 3,000. Um, so how did that change? I mean, that's, that's an amazing change. That is, yeah, yeah, that's a huge surprise, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that's a huge win, and we had nothing to do with that, right? I mean, that's completely. Yeah, you had everything to do with yeah. it. I mean, really, like, this doesn't, like, those 3,000 jobs aren't here unless, you know, all the things kind sure, of happened. You sure, know, so. but that, 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 yeah, Amazon, that, that was an Amazon call, and, and I'm sure that's, you know, like everything else is in business is driven by customer demand and, and the needs. And, um, well, again, that business has, has, you know, accelerated as well with the pandemic, deliveries and those kind of things. Absolutely. So it's been, you know, driven by, by a lot of those things. And the second largest employer in, in Garner, how many do they employ? Oh, I think somewhere around 300. Yeah, I mean, so this is 10 times oh, yeah. um, that, that employment level. I mean, well, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's just an amazing if addition. If you think whenever the GDC started out, uh, they wanted to replace 440 jobs and $55 million worth of tax base. 
And so now we have, you know, somewhere around $250 million in tax base and over 3,000 jobs. I think that, that organization, the Garner Economic Development Corporation, knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, they clearly uh, met their goals plus a lot more. Right. And so now that we have the newest, largest employer, the largest taxpayer, uh, largest uh, single tax base in town, now the question is where you go from here, right? Yeah, what's next, <laughs> right? We're going to top that. So we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. So let's talk about the facility and, sure. and the, um, the robotics that you mentioned earlier. You know, if you can kind of dig in a little bit on what this facility can do and how advanced it is. Well, it, it's incredible, right? The, the idea that... Um, you know, let me start with saying this. Whenever we were working on this project, we got to go out to um, St. Louis and actually tour, or Kansas City, rather, and tour a, uh, an Amazon sorting facility and really see what it was like. Now, granted, I have not been in the Garner ones since they opened. You know, <laughs> it's pretty, lock, you know, pretty, pretty much like Fort Knox over there. But, it's, you know, they've got tens of thousands of these robots that are picking up, you know, pallets you know small vertical pallets and taking them to their stations where a human being will interact and, and take the product off of it and folks can watch that stuff online all day long but what is really interesting about the whole process is one the number of people they employ and how they interact with the robots to get the packages out and i think um if I'm not mistaken, they've already shipped out millions of packages from the Garner facility, and they've been open since August, you know, August 3, so uh, not very long at all, and, you know, that, that number is obviously just going to continue to grow. Sure, and they can ship a mi almost a million packages a day, I think, is what, what yeah. Chris was telling me. Chris is the, is the plant manager. It's so, insane. Um, it's absolutely yeah, insane. For sure, and also, also I, I heard that, that it decides where the best shipping thing is when it rolls through this machine, like for each package, depending on where it's going and where it's sorted. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's so, all based on algorithms and, yeah. and, and technology and, you know, computer assisted programming. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, for sure. So now it's open. Um, the road is, is done. Yeah, there, obviously there's lots of construction and, and, in, in and around there, um, in terms of, of road construction on 40 and then, you know, 540 and those kind of things as we move forward. So what does this mean moving forward for Garner, right? You've said we've gotten press all around the world, um, from this facility. We've gotten, you know, obviously there's growth happening here, you know, kind of where do we go from here and what is this, what does this provide for Garner residents, but also the community as, yeah. a, as a whole? Well, I think one of the, you know, kind of getting back to the transportation piece of this, uh, project is, you know, Amazon came in and, and didn't have to, but chose to build out the entire cross section of John Sausage Road down to the southern, southern end of their property, um, which has been a huge improvement and, and something that would not have happened otherwise had it not been for this project. And I think with you know, the excellent leadership at our town council, you know, they've gone ahead and, and we're doubling down and we're going to see Joan Sausage Road, um, you know, the design work's being done now to, to widen it out all the way to East Garner Road where we have another project in the mix down there. So um, on the transportation side, what the project has meant was that we've gotten, we've been able to leverage private investment for public infrastructure improvements. And that's something that has, you know, is going to really help everybody that travels Jones Sausage Road. Now, they're going to have to bear with us a little bit like they've had to for the past couple of months in that, you know, road improvements are sometimes, you know, not the easiest thing to drive around. But once it's done, then it's going to be uh, something that is really going to help the traveling public. But I think really for us in a more general sense, it'll help get us, like I said, on the map. We're seeing new developers coming into the community that... Um, Probably wouldn't have shown as much interest had it not been for that project. Um, there's going to be more development uh, in that area. 
um, both on the industrial side and probably on other you know in other sectors um, but really it's for us raising that awareness of the garner product right and i think both for for from your end the town from the chambers and now that there is this hey where's Garner? like what is garner they're on the map since amazon is here and people are looking we have to do a really great job of making sure we reach out and we connect with those developers and residents and whoever because we're going to see a lot of growth as we move forward and we talked about this a lot uh, going back about the transportation you know the construction and the improvements and those kind of things i mean this is going to be a continual thing and people just need to be aware of that just in garner with the growth that we're going to see um you know it's it starts with this amazon and it, it's you know that that's kind of builds on top of what everybody else has built over the last 50 years here in garner or however long and you know as we move forward you know kind of what are your thoughts on you know just preparing people for those kind of improvements the traffic that we're going to continue to see increasing sure. you know as we move forward yeah well you know listen I, I tell people all the time that if if it were the opposite way we would be in a lot worse position for sure Right. If you didn't have traffic, if you didn't have growth, if you didn't have these things. Um, and, and so, I, you know, listen, it, it isn't easy. I live here. You know, I have my family here. I know what it's like to be stuck on 70 and in these other areas. But I think what's important is that we realize that, it, you know, there's outside forces that are not just within the municipality, but even just around us where we're going to see a lot of continued growth. We, you know, we're a victim of our own success, right? We've been really good in the triangle at recruiting new companies and bringing new families here to live and this putting new cars and trucks on the road. That being said, I mean, you look at, you look at the pandemic, right? We've seen 15% reduction in traffic. I think the DOT said at the last meeting. Um, so, um, I think there is, you know, there might be some changes, some long-term fundamental changes in how people, um, get around. Uh, depending if people return fully back to work or if they're still working from home long term. But I think ideally, you know, we're going to have to get through this together. I know that the leadership here locally and at the state understands the importance of continued investment in things like public transportation and in the current road infrastructure that you see. Um, but it's not going to happen overnight. And so we're going to continue to do our best. And, and to meet people's needs. And it's going to take both the private development community and the local government and the state government, for that matter, really working together to to make sure folks are able to get around. Yeah, I, mean, I think continuing the conversations, continuing the collaborations, making sure we're looking 5, 10, 15, 20 years out to make sure we're uh, trying to prepare as much as we can. I think Absolutely. you guys are doing a great job. We'll continue to do that. Um, so you talked a little bit about, you know, how uh, projects and moving forward, you know, the, you mentioned the, uh, the pandemic, obviously. Um, I know from our end, we're still seeing interest and growth. What are you seeing from your end, uh, broader than Amazon? You know, things really haven't slowed down. I mean, we're still seeing um, industrial development. We're still seeing interest from large clients looking to locate companies, especially in the life sciences and biopharmaceuticals. Um, and, and that shouldn't be of any surprise whenever you see uh, what's going on here in the, uh, in the area. Um, and I think, you know, I don't think there's, there may have been a small blip, but not much of a blimp on the residential side, right? So we're still going to, you know, we're still seeing subdivisions and apartments and things like that coming into the community. Yeah, and we were just talking before we started recording about houses still, yeah. you know, get 20 <laughs> offers on them. It's hard to find something that's affordable, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's um, I think we've weathered this as well as any community uh, in the in the country and a region in the country have, has weathered it. So, uh, you know, it's I'm very optimistic about where we're going and what we have here in Garner. So Affordable housing is going to continue to be an issue for 
every community in the triangle. And Garner is not going to be unique in that. The fortunate thing for Garner is that we are naturally, compared to our other, other municipal partners, more affordable. Um, and so that is good news. However, that, that is moving the other way. And um, what we're working on now specifically is trying to leverage opportunity zones for affordable housing. And so we've got one uh, particular project that, that's going on, um, and hopefully we'll see that come to fruition. But, you know, it's really going to take, once again, the private community, development community and the government working together to help try to um, try to at least slow, slow this thing down a little bit or at least produce the number of affordable housing units that, that we're going to need. I frankly don't know if we'll ever get to the point where we have affordable housing for everybody that needs it. I mean, but with the challenge that everybody deals with and it's absolutely. not, there's no, there are no easy answers. No, there's no easy answer. And we're going to continue to see people move here. Right. And we're going to continue to see prices rise. I mean, just the cost of construction has gotten so much that, you know, it, it's hard to bring to market an affordable unit. Um, that being said, you, you know, you saw the, you know, we made mention it last week, saw the city of Raleigh has on their ballot $80 million for affordable housing. Right. I think that you'll still see a, a, an interest from local governments and um, from hopefully the nonprofit sector in producing those affordable housing right. units in our communities. Awesome. Well, with that, I think we're about out of time. All Joe, right. I'm, I appreciate you sitting down and chatting with us My about pleasure. this. Congratulations again on Amazon. It's Thank just you. a big win for um, not only Garner and the community, but also the Triangle and North Carolina as a whole. So I look forward to working with you very much in the future. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us, and we will see you next time. Mm -hmm.